Sarah Jolene was not afraid. The hard life she'd lived had inured her to anxiety about possible calamities. Before her mother's seemingly interminable illness, for six terrible years, she'd had the burden of caring for her stroke-bound and bedridden maternal grandmother, a woman every bit as domineering, mean, and lacking in feeling and warmth as Emma Tillman. She threaded her way past tombstones and crosses, over ground hardened by Hagerstown, Maryland's icy winter, struggling with her shoulders hunched forward until she reached the black Cadillac where her mother's pastor detained her. He grasped her upper arm. I'm truly sorry, Sarah Jolene. I know this has been difficult for you. Sorry about what? Neither he nor his parishioners had done a thing to ease the burden she'd struggled under all those years. She looked over toward the small group of people walking down the hill and raised her hand in a weak wave at the seven individuals who had cared enough to tell her mother, a woman without friends, goodbye. I'm no worse right now, Reverend Coles, than I ever was. This is just different. But you're all alone now. Wasn't I always alone? She attempted to move on, but he detained her. I know. You can make a fresh start now, if you will. Move to another town and do something with your life. If you don't get out of that old house, you'll waste away a bitter woman like your mother and your grandmother. She watched as he wrote a few lines on a card and handed it to her. My sister has a place on the Atlantic Ocean not too far from Ocean City. You could make a living over there. Just tell her I sent you. She looked at the card before slipping it into her pocketbook. Thank you, sir. I may need it. Use it, he called after her, and be careful now. Careful, huh? He didn't have to worry about that. From now on, she was looking after number one. She walked into the house, turned on the hall light, and closed the door behind her. Maybe the preacher was right. She had no reason to remain in Hagerstown. When she hung up her coat, the cold seeped into her. She started to her room, shivering, to get a sweater, and remembered that there was no one to tell her she couldn't turn up the heat. As the room warmed, she walked through the house, turning on all the lights, banishing what seemed to her like eons of darkness. Then she turned on the radio, unable to remember when she had last heard music in that house. Laughter poured out of her until, in tears, she collapsed into a dining room chair. Don't you want to keep some souvenirs of your mother? The real estate agent asked Sarah Jolene three months later when she sold the house with everything in it except her clothes. You'd be surprised at the souvenirs I have, she said, ignoring his quizzical expression. I wish I could give you the memories that go along with the house. Too bad. Where can I reach you if I have any problems? She stared at him. What kind of problems are you expecting? We just closed the deal. 
I got my money and that's all I want from you. At his expression of surprise, she added, and my house is all you're getting from me. Why, Miss Tillman, I can't believe we're having this conversation. Everybody knows I'm on my own for the first time, but maybe y'all don't know that I'm not dancing to anybody's tune but mine. When they buried Mama, they threw dirt on the last person who's going to exploit me. I've met all the conditions of sale. The house is broom clean. I had the chimney swept, new locks put on the doors, and the back steps repaired. So, mister, you don't need to get in touch with me for a friggin' thing. My business with you is finished. If he thought her fair game, she'd show him. She knew people believed her to be timid, even cowardly.